The Sports Dance. Hey everyone, and welcome to The Sports Dance. I'm your host Greg, and thank you for joining us this week. We're off last week, you took some time to kind of figure out what we're going to do with the show, where it's going to go, because when there's no sports, you got to kind of come up with new things to talk about. Isn't that right, Paul? That is true, and this week we've got some things. Got some things, yeah. You could call them things. I mean, tidbits. We came up, I came up with a bracket because there was no March Madness. Very disappointing. So I came up with a different type of March Madness for April, since that's when I released it, about chain restaurant appetizers. But we're going to get to that type of stuff, the more lighthearted stuff in a few minutes. We'll talk serious sports for the beginning of the show and some serious things going on in the sports world, which... Not tons, obviously, but the big story we should touch on first is, sports-wise, Bob Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, flew to China. Well, I don't think he personally flew to China, but sent the Patriots plane to China to get one million masks for hospital workers in Massachusetts. And on top of that, he's getting 300000 sent to New York to give to Cuomo and the people in New York because he respects very much so what Cuomo has been doing in the, New York and he has close ties. He went to Columbia. He's a graduate of there. So really nice to hear he's getting those masks to the people that need them. PPE, big thing right now. You got to praise him, right? I got to tell you, talk about stepping up. So the governor of Massachusetts, and I know we don't get political with this, but the governor of Massachusetts works with the private sector flies to China and gets over a million masks to split between Massachusetts and New York. Talk about cooperation, by the way. Yeah. Uh, that would be a Republican governor and a, a Democratic governor. A very a very Democratic-leaning type Republican governor, I will say, for Charlie Baker. Yeah. And so, so everything put aside, they did the right thing. So there's masks out there. Yeah. Oh, no, there's tons. The issue is it seems like every... The federal government has basically told each state they have to get their own. And every time the states go to bid, other states are outbidding. So everybody's bidding against each other instead of just having this copacetic type thing where every single state or the states that are more needy should get the masks sooner. Whereas the states that don't have as many cases and don't need a high amount yet could probably wait a little. But it's a, it's a bidding war. But we're not going to get into that because, again, we're a sports show. We're just here to praise Bob Kraft and what he did with getting those masks to the people that need them the most right now in this situation, which is very scary. So as long as you stay home, you listen, you wash your hands, you dash yourself in bleach like you probably have to do every night, Paul, because you're an essential worker, not in the medical field, but in the food sector, which is also a huge thing. People need to eat. (laughs) Yep. We won't name the company, but I got to tell you, people walk in the store and I I don't understand how you don't understand social distancing. No. Husband, wife, baby in a carriage, a kid holding on to the carriage, and a grandmother. It's supposed to be one person. I, I, I don't get it. I watched that hospital ship pull into the um, pier in New York. Oh, my gosh. And there's a 1,000 people on the pier watching it. Yeah, like where, where are the cops dispersing all that? that? That That made me scratch my head a little bit. I was like, come on, people. You're also in the worst area for all of this, and you're all just going to stand next to each other. But, you know, people, at some point, everybody's going to understand the seriousness of this. Hopefully, they'll start taking the social distancing way more serious because, plain and simple, 
If we don't do it, we're going to have to keep doing it. So it's either stay in your house for a few months or stay in your house for like a year. It's really Listen, everybody's I'd love, decision. I'd love to stay home and participate, but being essential, I can't do that. So no, and we thank you. When for I come in the house at night, do I, for people. I lice all my shoes. I get undressed, and you got to do the right thing. I, I looked at the doctor on TV on World News, and she comes in the house, and her kids stop short because she's got to decontaminate herself. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's very sad, and people take it serious. And other people, it's so willy nilly, and it makes me crazy. It does, but. As we all know, pandemic, not great. Just, so just just, listen to what they say. Listen to what the doctors are telling us. And then eventually we'll all get out of this. Sports will resume. And when they do, we'll go from Patriots to a former Patriot. Tom Brady. Tampa TB12? Bay Tom. Yeah, Tampa Bay Tom. TB12 still exists. Chris Godwin decided, I'm just going to give Tom my number. There was not even a negotiation. He said, out of respect for what he has done in his career, and he just also kind of wanted Tom Brady to like him right off the bat. So, you know, smart move. Might get a few passes, might have a great career. Might have a few extra passes thrown his way. You know, can't hurt. Said, you know what, Tom? You take number 12. I'm fine taking a different number. Most likely what will happen is Tom will probably end up paying for the surplus of jerseys that have the number 12 with the guy's name on it. That'd probably just be the one kind of financial compensation but outside of that guy said i didn't ask for anything i didn't want anything about it just wanted tom to have his number tb12 continues they're also going to try to get tb xtb because tom brady tampa bay they're trying to trademark that now i also tom brady's starting to make me like him paul i don't like it (laughs) he's doing an interview with howard stern and somebody said something about look at tom loosening up and he goes Warm weather Tom loosens up a bit. And I was like, warm weather Tom, damn it, I'm starting to like you. I don't know why. It's probably because you're not in New England. So he's a likable guy. I think he I is. think I think if he's gonna show more personality now that he's not in New England. And I think that's been the one of the main reasons people have always kind of not always liked him outside of New England. All we see outside of New England is this guy that's constantly yelling, pouting, shouting, just that we never really see personality out of Tom Brady or any Patriot player. A lot of the times when they leave, that's when you go, oh, hey, did you know this about him? And you're like, no, I didn't. So maybe now we see, after 20 years in the league, a happy-go-lucky Tom Brady who's a little more willing to show a little more personality, show a little more joking side, that like have a little more fun, which is what apparently he was looking for. So he was on the David Blaine special last night, and I know it was taped sometime back, but he and Giselle, um, he's he's putting himself out there. I, I just think it's um, business as usual for the Patriots to stay out of the media, don't make comments. I think they're under a iron fist, and I think that's okay, too. It is. Um, it's, Every, it's the, everything the co- it works for them. The coach gets to call the rules, and I think, you know, listen, Tom Brady is very serious about his health, his conditioning, his football, and he's going to go have a good time down in Tampa Bay and probably kill it. <laughs> yeah. And everyone that will be rooting for can't him. Hurt. That warm weather can only loosen things up in him, like he said. Everybody in New England will be rooting for Tom Brady up until the day he comes to Foxborough. Oh, did I say Foxborough? Gillette. <laughs> it's still Foxborough. Yep, and uh, when, they, when they're going to play. And then they'll still privately root for them. 
yeah, I'm sure you'll see plenty of people cheering Tom on. And also, if you don't cheer Tom on after 20 plus years, six Super Bowl wins, are you really truly a Patriot fan? At that point, you're just a bitter person that's kind of miserable yourself, probably. I think today was a good day for the Patriots um, and Bob Kraft. They've got nothing but bad press. The team fell apart. Everybody went to Miami or somewhere else, and Tom left. And But I think they needed that. It's a good shot in the arm for the team. It's a good it shot in the arm for the governor and Bob Kraft. A good shot in the arm for Bob Kraft after last year's offseason was a little... A little dicey. Sticky? Choice of words. I know. I I knew exactly what I was saying, and you knew exactly what I meant by that. Yeah, so, and guess what? Never charged. Charges were dropped, so... <laughs> Probably shouldn't have been there. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. I just said there was a sticky situation last year, and I was going to leave it at that. Well, earlier in a conversation, I said he has certainly redeemed himself and showed that he's a stand-up guy. He just wanted to have his egg roll played with. You couldn't let it go. <laughs> no, I couldn't. That's actually kind of racist. <laughs> <laughs> but really? But, but, really? But, Let's not well, let's not throw those. Bob Kraft went up a hundred notches in my book. What a guy! Hundred notches. Yep. How many notches was he down? Not many. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll you we'll move on. on. We'll move on from that to talk about. Have you experienced eye racing, Paul? Eye racing. Eye racing. Is that like how fast somebody looks at something when they're like in disbelief? No. It was on, it's NASCAR racing, but it's the video game version of NASCAR racing with competitive, actual like drivers, like video gamers who are like the top of that video game chart competing in NASCAR races. So know how they have like Madden tournaments and NBA 2K tournaments and different esports now? Yeah. So apparently there's a NASCAR one, which I have never known about because there's no sports. They can still do these races because everybody races from their house. Fox has taken advantage of that since they normally show NASCAR races. They have now teamed up with the iRacing League and are showing iRacing races and having their actual NASCAR commentators commentate on the races as they go on. And they're having them Sunday at the time that NASCAR races would be going on. It looks somewhat realistic, so you don't feel like you're just watching a video game. And it's very interesting because you have the real live announcers announcing it like it's an actual NASCAR race. Do you think, are they getting any money? Like if they win? Yeah. No, yeah, it's like the leagues. Esports is a very profitable section now. So the question is, if sports don't continue for a while, do you think you would check out iRacing just, just even for a few minutes just to kind of be like, this is somewhat like sports are back. There's... Like, they had Troy Aikman join the broadcast. So, for iRacing? Yeah, because it's Fox, and they were just like, we'll get people interested. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if Joe Buck starts calling it at some point. So, you know, it's a sad thing, but I've never been a NASCAR fan anyway. Neither have I, but I checked it out. (laughs) I might sit there and watch and... Say, that's interesting as I scan through the next channel. <laughs> At least you're honest. 
I did watch it for a few minutes because I actually thought because it said live eye racing and I was like, what is this? And I clicked on it and I thought it was an actual NASCAR race for the first like minute I watched it. It threw me. The video game graphics look that good. Well, that's like the car commercials. Everyone thinks they're real cars. Ninety nine percent of them are computer generated. What? Because cars don't drive. You've never noticed. What are you talking? Yeah, no. What are you talking about? When you watch a TV commercial for cars. Yeah. They're generally computer generated. Does it? Doesn't it just say like, "Don't try these at home"? Professional drivers are doing this. No, no. I don't mean the ones driving up the ice hills and all that. No, it's just they're driving down the highway. And everything's pristine and the weather's perfect. And that's a very hard shot to take, but it's all computer generated. There's nobody in the driver's seat of those cars. Oh, I thought you meant like all those different ones where like they're going around like dirt tracks and things. It's all generated. I was like, I feel like those are real. <laughs> I mean, you taught me something new every every week. It's just if you look at it, not all of them. Well, yeah, you, but you said 99%. That's a very high number. So 1% of ice climbing. Okay, okay, I don't mean, maybe it isn't 99, but it, it's a lot. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, I feel like that might be a skeptical number. We might get called out for that. <laughs> don't want any fake news here. No fake news on this <laughs> show. All right, next, we're going to talk about an idea that was tossed around for the NBA playoffs. Cruise ships. You've heard about them. The whole pandemic, it's like, hey, don't go on a cruise ship. Well, somebody, an NBA analyst, Jay Williams, is saying, put NBA players on cruise ships. And here's his thought process. He thinks they should get two cruise ships, build basketball courts on each one, test every single team, start the playoffs immediately. So you'll start the Western Conference playoffs, Eastern Conference playoffs. One boat will be Western, one boat will be Eastern. You test the players and their families 14 days out from when you would leave. As long as they're all healthy, everybody boards the boats. They keep them in quarantine until those 14 days are up. Everybody boards the boats. You play all your playoff games on each boat. And then whoever comes out of the Western Conference and Eastern Conference on these boats, go to one of the other boat and face off in the finals. Now, his thought process is the boats would be secluded. They'd be quarantined from people so they wouldn't have to risk getting the virus. And... Boats are so big now and cruise ships are so big that they can kind of make sure that the swaying of the ship doesn't actually affect the courts anymore or really when you're on a boat. The question is, for a game like basketball, where even the slightest of air movement and shots and all that could be affected of if a ball goes in or out of the hoop, do you think this is a plausible idea and do you think the NBA would actually consider it like intently consider it because they would have to build courts on these cruise ships well i think they could do it and i think it would be cool but both teams have the waves yeah so do you think that's something the nba should consider though i i why not if you want to play those games televised trying to picture all these guys getting on cruise ships and just being totally okay i mean it would be intense playoffs because you could have games all day long but you also have to think about the refs like you have to get refs on there you have to get you gotta get right you gotta get the war yeah it's not yeah, just like, the, the players it would be a lot to go into it the guys gave a timeline of like 40 days probably to get this all done but that's still a lot of different people moving parts so i feel like that would be hard i feel like it would be easier to 
find a town that nobody lives in and like <laughs> put up temporary housing and courts there. Like, uh, what do you call it? The base in um, Monmouth County, Fort Monmouth. Yeah, stuff like that. The one in New Jersey you're speaking of. Yes. For people that have no idea what you just said. (laughs) Fort Monmouth in Jersey. Yes, I'm sorry. (laughs) You know, that fort in that place. (laughs) All right, we're done with serious topics now. We're going to get to the fun stuff. All right, sounds like a plan. Well, yeah, I know it does because I came up with it. You're just sitting here looking pretty. And people can't even take in your prettiness. That's right. I have a right, Facebook so, TV. You do. Some might say you resemble Steve Carell. I'd be those people. You would be? Well, thank I you. would be. Think about it all the time, anytime I see him. I think it's more so the humor that you have. Anyway... So enough complimenting you, because you're not even returning compliments. You know, it's kind of a one-way street here. Kind of offend it. Bracket time. Chain restaurants. Yeah, I didn't even let you get a word in. Didn't even get let you get a compliment in. No, don't even try now. Too late. Yeah, that's what I thought. Chain restaurants. They're known for their appetizers. I mean, yeah, sure, they got fancy, cool drinks and all that. But when you go to a chain restaurant, half the time you're going with the family and you're like, oh, I can't wait to order this appetizer. Main meal is kind of a second thought. Entree dish, don't even think about it. You basically go to a chain restaurant and go, I know what I'm getting for an appetizer, and I know what I'm going to get for dessert. The entree could just usually be a burger, and you're like, fine, whatever. So I figured, let's make a bracket. 16 chain restaurant appetizers, 1 through 16. Who's the best? Let's go through the first round. Voting has ended. We kind of know, we know who's moving on, but you can go check out my Twitter at sportsdance underscore. And before we do, don't forget, this is all brought to you by Zingo TV. 12 on Sports has teamed up with Zingo TV to bring you live sports shows. When sports resumes, we'll have live games and sports commentary, all that great stuff on Zingo TV. Use promo code 12 ounce, that's 120Z, Zingo TV, Z-I-N-G-O TV. Check it out. It's free. Check us out. You can see all our beautiful faces. It's fantastic. Back to the bracket. Back, yeah, to the back to the bracket. By the way, the awesome article. Awesome article. Oh, all my matchups? Yep. I thought it clever and very well written and spot oh, on. Look at you now giving the compliments. Thank you. No, I, <laughs> I actually liked it and shared it. I thought it was fantastic. All right. So, Paul, I'm going to get your opinions on these picks. I'll let you know afterwards what the outcomes were. But for right now... Our one first 16 matchup, we had the Bloomin' Onion from Outback versus the Lettuce Wraps from California Peach Kitchen. What are those you going with? Who do you think advanced? I believe the Bloomin' Onion is the original appetizer, and that would win. You were correct. It, it won in a landslide. It wasn't even close. So next, then we went to Skillet Queso from Chili's. No, nice chip and dips versus the Fried Pickles from Red Robin. I have to go with the chili queso. Yeah, well, you would be corrected again. Another landslide. That's why it's, they're the one-two seeds. I mean, people know what they like. The third is, now I know what your answer is going to be here because you've had a bad experience with this restaurant. So I didn't know you are just going to go the opposite way just because. The third seed is calamari from Red Lobster versus 
the 14 seed avocado egg rolls from a restaurant called BJ's Brew House. I would go with the avocado egg roll because it's the in food right now with the omega threes, and people can feel good about ordering an appetizer, even though it's probably god awful for you. But what's your real reasoning for going with the avocado egg roll? <laughs> so on my honeymoon, I ate at that restaurant, and I'm not saying the name, and got food poisoning, and I've never set foot back in. And not yep. only did I get food poisoning. My two-day-old bride got food poisoning. Isn't that romantic on a honeymoon? I've heard it is. It was pretty bad. (laughs) Well, the restaurant that shall not be named, a.k.a. Red Lobster with their calamari, won. It was slightly closer than the other two, but still, overall. Next, we had the lasagna frita from Olive Garden, which is basically what it sounds like. It's fried lasagna as an appetizer (laughs) versus rattlesnake bites, which if you don't know... Our jalapeno and Jack, cheddar jack filled like little dough bites from Texas Roadhouse. I'm going with the rattlesnake bites. Yeah, see, I did too, but... The fans did not. The fans did not. They they stuck with the Olive Garden. It was close, though. It was like a slim, slim margin. I, I just think that appetizer is messy. It is, and it's also very heavy. I actually, yeah. in my article, projected the rattlesnake bites to come away with the upset, but it was close, but no cigar. Then we had the fried mac and cheese from Cheesecake Factory versus empanadas, just plain empanadas, from On the Border Grill. Mm. Empanadas. Yeah, no, people aren't going to agree with you that, and I cannot either. Fried mac and cheese, come on. It's Cheesecake Factory. You're also getting, like, literally probably a serving size that's meant for 12 350-pound men for you and whoever you're sharing it with. Yeah, I'm going to the ease of eating. Yeah, I know you are. But also, they won. And empanadas are the uh, up-and-coming food. They won with a 69%. Nice. It's a sex joke. (laughs) Of course it is. Then we had the Crab Rangoons from P.F. Chang's versus the Crab Dip from Joe's Crab. It was a crab-off. Crab Rangoon. Yep. That Up until very late in the game, it was a 100% to nothing vote in favor of P.F. Chang's Crab Rangoons. <laughs> Joe's Crab Shack <clears throat> finally got a – I think they got a sympathy vote. <laughs> or they voted One for vote. themselves. They yeah, may have voted for themselves. <laughs> Everybody in the kitchen, because there's only one person in the kitchen, voted. Two, yeah, two matchups left. We had the spinach dip, artichoke spinach dip from Applebee's versus potato skins from Friday's. Potato skins. All right, you went with the upset. Everybody went with the upset. It was a 61 to 39 last I checked. Upset. That's the upset of the round so far. 10 over the 7 seed. Potato skins advancing. Then finally, you had mini corn dogs from Buffalo Wild Wings versus the appetizer sampler from Friendly's. I would say Buffalo Wild Wings. Let me rephrase that. What's on the sampler? It's like a regular appetizer sampler, like mozzarella sticks. Like usually it's like chicken fingers, like a little mini chicken quesadilla thing. Yeah. Chips and salsa. Yeah, frozen and thrown in a fryer later. I'm going with the wings. You mean you're going with the mini corn dogs? Yes. All right. Well, that one right was an upset too. Friendly's. People love appetizer samplers. 
They just do. They like it in the variety. People love the variety. I had one person told me if it was the Applebee's appetizer sampler, which is apparently much different than others, that would be their king of this whole thing. Yeah, I would say that because one of them, and I believe it was um, Chili's, you got the egg roll and you got a buffalo wing and you got a bunch of stuff. I I can get that. Yeah. So it just depends on who you go with. So that was your picks. Now, Elite Eight will go on. The finals will be next week, so we'll probably have the results for the championship next show. But if you had to choose based on what you picked and what I told you won, who do you think is going to the finals? Oh, I think it's going to be definitely the Bloomin' Onion. Yeah. America's original appetizer. Who who are they facing off against? So right now... Oh, wow. You're thinking the potato skins are going to be the Cinderella story. I do believe. I mean, who doesn't love a cheesy potato skin? That's, see, that was my thought process. I had him in my match and projected winner as the winner because people love potato, bacon, and cheese. What's wrong with that, right? Exactly. All right. That's a- so that's our bracket. If you want to go vote in the Elite Eight, go to my Twitter at SportsDance underscore. It's two S's in the middle. Go vote. Make your voice heard because... Let's be honest, when this pandemic's on all, all over, we're all running to chain restaurants and we're going to be ordering these appetizers. I don't think you'll be able to get a seat in a chain restaurant when they lift the order. Nope, not at least for like a month. It's going to be like trying to go to those fancy hotel, like restaurants. They're going to be like, um, what's your name? Oh, I'm sorry. No, the governor's dining here at Chili's tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> that man over there got the last blooming. I'll give you $100 for it. <laughs> so it's going to be happening. That... It, it, it'll be standing room only. Yeah. All right. So that's the bracket again. Go check it out at, at SportsStands underscore. Next on our list, the other day was April Fool's. Everybody likes to have a little fun. This year, most people did not do April Fool's because of the whole situations going on. Even Google came out saying, yeah, we're not doing anything this year because it just doesn't feel right. Makes sense. So there's still some people that did April Fool's. One of them being O.J. Simpson, who is now oh dear God. on Twitter. And again, I'm not going to lie. It's kind of a fun follow to follow O.J. because he just says some things and you're like, yep, that's O.J. So, yeah. What did he do? <laughs> Yesterday, he tweeted out for April Fool's. Okay, I did it. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> exactly. Oh, if only people could. Is he passed his statute of limitations? <laughs> no, but then underneath he obviously put April Fools. <laughs> How is that funny? I'm sure the Goldman family fell off their chairs laughing. Oh no, I know, but still, but think about your reaction. Think about my reaction. It's the it's the ballsiness I think to do it and actually make that joke. Is has he lost his mind? No, I think. I think he knows exactly where his mind is. He also, you've heard about the Tiger King documentary on Netflix by now, I'm sure. I Finally, someone explained somebody's arm got eaten off and the guy's in jail or something. I, I have not watched it, but I've heard about it. Yeah, no, I haven't watched it either, but I've heard things. And it's making me really actually tempted to watch it. He also apparently explained yesterday how he believed Carol Baskin, who is one of the people on this, and people are now alleging murdered her husband who disappeared coincidentally. OJ explained that he believes she killed him and how she did it while wearing gloves. 
You can't make this up. Oh, my God. I know. I don't even know how uh, 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 anybody could cover that. It's amazing that Twitter's free. (laughs) (laughs) It's free. The freak show on Twitter. And you get stuff like OJ saying, all right, I did it. April Fool's. (laughs) Oh, I knew my your reaction was going to be really good of just shock. I, I both stories are. I, if it doesn't fit, you must have quit. Yeah, and they made him put on other gloves before he put those gloves on. Did Twitter take it down? No, Twitter's free to speak. It's an April. He said April Fools. Unbelievable. He also you could. That's in bad but, taste. But then you could also say, "What are you referring to?" And he could say, like, oh, I'm talking about this. And not even make it seem like it's about the murders. So. Yeah, it could all. be about anything. I did yeah. it. I went okay. to, I went I did to it. get a blooming onion. Yeah. Like, I played a round of golf. Okay, I did it. Could be, could be a lot of things. But, th- yeah, that was OJ. Happy April Fool's Day, OJ Simpson. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> so when you told me you had a little tidbit about O.J. Simpson, like that is not what I thought you were going to say. I know. That's why I said I wasn't going to tell you what it was until the show actually was happening. <laughs> and I'm glad I waited. Oh, my God. Crazy. Oh. All right. Last but not least, we're going back to more food stuff that you don't even know about. Our start bench cut this week. Okay, cool. So we're going to end with that. I told you it wasn't going to be a long show. It's going to be like a little over 30-something minutes, maybe 35, 40, depending on how long Paul talks about some of this food. Because trust me, the food I'm about to tell him, he could talk about forever, I think. Start bench cut. Today, Yesterday was going to be Red Sox home opener. We live in Massachusetts. Yankees home opener. Baseball's home opener is all we're going to be happening yesterday. MLB opening day was last week, or would have been. So start bench cut got me thinking. Baseball fair, like that classic baseball fair where you hear about in songs, buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. I don't care if we ever get back. Yeah, I figured. Well, peanuts, Cracker Jacks, I got to get one more. What's one more thing that people have guys walking around selling? Cotton candy. And I figured if I'm presenting this to Paul, this is like Sophie's choice. Like, what's how is he going to choose? Is there a question? Yeah. Start, bench, cut, peanuts. Cracker Jacks, and I like the shell peanuts that you got to crack open and eat. Like yeah, the ones all yeah. over the floor. Peanuts, Cracker Jacks, cotton candy. Start bench cut. I'm starting cotton candy. Yeah, you love your cotton candy. I do. I'm actually surprised you don't own your own machine. It's funny. When I look through catalogs and I see them. You're always tempted. I would love to do that. Who doesn't love it? I know one person that doesn't. Is is it the person you're married to? Yes. Yeah, but <laughs> However, my oldest daughter is just like me. It's one. Of, it's a favorite. It's. Yeah, I know. I if I ever have spare like cotton candy or I see cotton candy for like a dollar, I tend to buy you a bag because yep. I want to be your favorite. And you know that my my bench has to be Cracker Jacks. See, I didn't know. I wasn't sure. I knew cotton candy was probably going to be your start, but I bench. I was a toss-up because I also know you love peanuts. I love peanuts, but I love Cracker Jacks. 
you just love them a little bit more. A little bit more. And and Cracker Jacks, when I was a kid, had a real prize, not a had a tattoo. You get so mad at the prizes in Cracker Jacks now. There's far fewer nuts, but it's still delicious. It's a great snack. I don't, I don't see know. A people... lot. Do you see them throwing bags of Cracker Jacks? Yeah. Do they, they still have like the bags and things they sell at the different spots? Yeah, five dollars for a bag of Cracker Jacks that you can get for a dollar at the grocery store. Yeah. Or you buy them for your one-year-old's birthday party and nobody eats them, so then you just go, every time I see Paul, I'm going to bring him a bag or two. I'm pretty sure we still have some. I do like those. Yeah, I know you do. So I'm cotton actually, candy, the I best actually thought cotton of, candy, it's pure sugar, and it's terrible for you. Bad for your joints, bad for I don't know if Cracker Jacks is any better for you. Yeah, because that's got corn, which is... The healthiest one out of all of these is the peanuts. <laughs> But we, I don't know why you're worrying about health stuff. This is just a pure, you're at a baseball game. What are you snacking on? I know you would be cotton candy. I didn't know if you'd be peanuts or Cracker Jacks. I would be buying cotton candy. Um, then you'd go for the Cracker Jacks. And the Cracker Jacks. And then if you had to leave one behind, peanuts. So so if I'm, if, if I'm talking about the peanuts, it is a, I'd be the guy with an empty beer cup putting my peanut shells in it because I know... <laughs> I know 40,000 people are putting them all over the floor. I, I, I can't do that. Got so you want the guy that's cleaning up at the end to like you going through and be like, oh, look at this guy. He was so sweet to me. Who's the he football player his, in that commercial vacuuming the stadium? Oh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. That's very I, nice of you to do. I am. I Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm definitely cotton candy, Cracker Jacks, and cut the peanuts. See, I'm not I, do, I do love peanuts. I know you do. I think I'd be slightly the reverse. I'd go peanuts first because out of all three, peanuts are the thing I could eat the most of. Then I think it I'd go... It sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah, it does. And I think there's just like a nostalgia thing of like just cracking open the peanuts, having the shells go, tossing in your mouth type thing. I don't know. Shells mixed with a beer on the ground. Yeah. So I think I'd go peanuts first. I'm going cotton candy as my bench. Because if I had to choose between cotton candy and Cracker Jacks, I'm not a huge Cracker Jack guy. There's something about the flavor. It reminds me of, um, what is it, caramel corn? Yeah, it is caramel corn. Yeah. I, well, I don't like that, really. I'm not a huge fan of that. that got I'm a not, weird taste. I, I, I like straight-up pop. You get a burnt kernel or a... But yeah, but I like straight-up pop. That's I'm going to do anything. I'll take plain popcorn over Cracker Jacks. So I'd go cotton candy... Then I'm cutting co- uh, Cracker Jacks because I don't need you to buy me some Cracker Jacks. I don't care if they ever come back. Just going to root for the home team whenever they finally play. So you're cutting Cracker Jacks. Yeah, because I'm one, peanuts, two, cotton candy, three, Cracker Jacks, you're out. See what yeah, I did there? I did. One, two, three, straight share out of the old ballgame. Cracker Jacks. I do like peanuts. You love Cracker Jacks, though. I do. It's and like I like crack- that size bag that you bring me because that's all I should then have. You, then you can't divulge into like a huge, gigantic amount. I think if you... I care about you. That's why, Paul. When I go to your house and the 24-pack of Cracker Jacks is there, that's a... Yeah, that, well, that's the issue. I can that's bring you the, the small bag. Zone. 
when there's multiple small bags, that's when you get in trouble. All right, so your start bench cut was Cotton Candy, Cracker Jacks, Peanuts. I'm Peanuts, Cotton Candy, Cracker Jacks. That was our start bench cut. I had a conspiracy theory that I was going to throw out there, but we're just going to cut this short. We'll save that for next week. At least it's a, it's a tease. It gives everybody something to look forward to next week. All I'll say is it involves a famous actor and a very long streak in baseball. That's all I'm going to say. Now I'm going to have to Google it. Don't don't ruin it. I won't. You know me. I like that surprise. The yeah, OJ don't, thing don't, killed me today. Don't. I know, right? <laughs> well, hey, any, any that goes to prove any idiot can write anything they want on Twitter. Yep. And I'm one of those idiots. Read between Thanks. the lines. <laughs> I wasn't talking about you. Oh, that oh, are you saying I'm not an idiot? That's nice. No, I think you I I I okay, think you don't make it all mushy. No, I think you're a very, very funny person, and with his funny, his intelligence, and I respect that. Obviously, have have you seen my wife? She's the smartest person. I'm the funny. She's the intelligence. I just keep. Well, her I'm telling fine. you, that article, that bracket, so clever, very clever. I try. I do my best. I also don't have sports to think about, so my mind works a little bit better now. <laughs> it's amazing. I did you know like. There's other things in the world outside of sports. Um, poor D- Duke Castiglione, the local broadcaster here in Boston. He's just sad. <laughs> he is sad and angry. He's an angry bird. I've been watching this new reality TV show. It's called CNN and like C-SPAN and Fox, and it's crazy. He has said some pretty good stuff, and I I like him. I'm glad he got the lead job there yeah, when Mike Lynch left. I God, Mike, know what you're talking so, about. So, by the way... I, I know you're trying to wrap this thing up. Spe- speaking of Mike Lynch, you know how I, I thought Mike Lynch felt about Alex Cora? By the way, Mike Lynch is a broadcaster in Boston for a local TV station. Very well known. Trashed Alex Cora when they made the choice. Yeah. I know you despise him. I guess he was right. He was. <laughs> Actually, we'll end on that really quick. So... MLB still hasn't handed down the Red Sox punishment or findings or anything. So Cora's still like in It's limbo. done though, right? They say it's done, but and they said it'll get given out before the season starts, whenever that is. But Alex Cora is kind of like in a limbo right now. Uh, he doesn't have a punishment. But the MLB came out saying that the manager and the GM for the Astros, even if there is no 2020 season, like even if they cancel it altogether, their suspension will still count and their suspension will have been served. Despite no season happening, yet they still haven't handed down the Red Sox punishment. So potentially what could happen is if there's no season and the punishment doesn't get handed down soon, Alex Cora may have to sit out the following season, despite the fact that the other guys who were part of that Astros issue technically served theirs despite no games actually being played. That seems a little ridiculous. And kind of like a crock of shit. Well, if you're going to suspend somebody, you got to do it for something. I mean, you can't say there was no season, so we're not going to suspend them. No, they're saying their suspension counts and it'd be done. Like they'd be reinstated it next year, despite there being no games played this year. That doesn't make sense. Exactly. He's got to be punished. Yeah. But we'll leave it at that because there's really nothing else to say. It's ridiculous if that ha- is that's true. So then if, I, if anything, that, MLB needs to hand out. Yeah, they need to hand down the Red that Sox punishment. That would be punishment. a miscarriage of justice. Oh, yeah. yeah. They need to hand down the punishment for the Red Sox, so therefore 
whatever their suspensions are, can also be technically served this season as well. If that's how we're doing it. Because what the Astros did, way worse from what we know, based on all the different reports, than what the Red Sox apparently may have done or not done. Well, I guess we're going to look for that report, right? Yep. And they got nothing else to do. I don't know why the report's not out. Are they waiting to grandstand? I don't know. I guess maybe by next week we'll, they'll have come out with it and we can talk about it. But if not, we'll wait. But next week we got conspiracy theories. Well, I guess we have to. I like conspiracy theories. You know that's I, right up my I alley. Know. That's why I was going to do it. But we have conspiracy theories next week. We have brackets, potentially the championship round, either finished or just finishing up. We'll be back next week. Paul, thank you again for joining me. Everybody, stay safe, stay healthy. Paul, any parting words? Keep your eye on the TV. Be safe with your family. Don't go out in public. And practice social distancing. It's the right thing to do while this thing's going to go on forever. Yeah, and none of us want that. All right, so again, Paul, thank you for joining me. Everybody, just do what you want to do. Stay home, watch Netflix, do Skype calls and Zoom calls with your buddies, drink in front of a camera. I mean, it's better than going out, right, to a crowded bar? I kind of think so. I I do think it's fun watching all these people do their – I think it's fun to look at these folks doing their team – family gatherings and their team birthday parties and their I'm, Skype birthday parties. And, I'm doing a happy yeah, hour tonight. They find a way. I'm going to be doing a happy hour later. How? I'm, I'm going to Zoom with my buddies tonight at like 7. <laughs> I'm going to Zoom? I don't know Zoom. It's taken over, apparently. Nobody, yep. nobody likes to it? Skype or anything. I have no idea. But like schools, everything's using it. My kids' gym class, all of it. But that's it. That's the show for this week. The last few minutes were just rambling. <laughs> Paul, Ready thank you for joining me. Go enjoy for me. the rest of your day. We'll talk later. All right. All Take right. care. Bye. Again, this has been Greg, the Sports Dance. Stay safe, stay healthy, take care of yourselves. We'll see you next week. The Sports Dance.